0: John chapter 12. Then Jesus, six days before the Passover, came to Bethany where Lazarus was, which had been dead, whom he raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of them that sat at the table with him. What a great thing that would have been to see. Lazarus, who has been dead, is now resurrected, and he's sitting at the table with Jesus. Then took Mary a pound of ointment of spikenard, very costly, and anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the odor of the ointment. Then saith one of the disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, which should betray him, why was this ointment sold for 300 Why not was this ointment sold for 300 pence and given to the poor? Judas was trying to look spiritual, noble. Then he said, not that he cared. This he said, excuse me, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the bag and bare what was put therein. Jesus calling him out. He didn't care about the poor. He didn't care about anything that was done with that money, except he wanted it to come into the bag because he was a thief and he was going to take some of it. Then Jesus said, Let her alone against today or for the day of my bearing hath she kept this. For the poor always you have with you, but me you have not always. Much people of the Jews therefore knew that he was there, and they came not for Jesus' sake only, but that they might see Lazarus also, whom he had raised from the dead. Amen. I submit to you today that I believe that there's coming a day, and it really should be the case today, that people not only come to this house To meet Jesus, but they come because they want to see the witness of what he has done. Amen. Your testimony matters. They didn't come just to see Jesus, although he is the main reason. But they also came to see Lazarus, whom he raised from the dead. But the chief priests consulted that they might put Lazarus also to death. Tells you what spirit they were. Wanted to kill that... which had been resurrected because that by reason of him, many of the Jews went away and believed on Jesus. They were upset because Lazarus and Jesus were drawing a crowd and their faith was being impacted. I want to talk to us about I would see Jesus. Amen. Would you pray with me that God would minister in this house as he intends to do lord jesus we need you today we need your your revelation we need your manifestation in this house god let your will be done and accomplished in every situation every person in every life we give you the glory and the praise and we submit ourselves to you god as a yielded vessel that you would receive all glory honor in jesus name we pray amen praise god you can be seated and thank you for standing today I want to read on now in verse 17, dropping down to 17. The people, therefore, that was with him when he called Lazarus out of the grave and raised him from the dead, bear record. Or in other words, these eyewitnesses were following Jesus around to, to bear record or to be a witness that there was nothing done, uh, you know, that was shady. Jesus did, in fact, call Lazarus from the grave. They saw it with their own eyes. For this cause, the people also met him, for that they heard that he had done this miracle. The Pharisees therefore said among themselves, Perceive ye how? Ye prevail nothing. Behold, the world is gone after him. You know, the Jews that were trying to, and the Pharisees, they were trying to uh, put this uh, miracle under wraps and keep it from spreading. But they said to themselves, uh, We can't stop this thing. Don't you see that the more that we try, the more that the world is going after him. This is why Jesus wanted to do the miracle in the first place. They had all seen him heal people and heal bodies and sicknesses, but they had never seen the dead resurrected. And there were many people following him because of this. And the Bible says that uh, uh, there were certain Greeks among them that came to worship at the feast. In other words, they were out of place. They were Gentiles at a Jewish feast. But they were there because they wanted to worship Jesus. The same came, therefore, to Philip, which was of Bethsaida of Galilee, and desired him, saying, Sir, we would see Jesus. They came there not to get a free meal. They didn't come to hobnob and rub shoulders with the who's who. They came to see Jesus. They came to see the one that stood at the feet of that tomb and said, Lazarus, come forth. And Lazarus came walking out of that grave bound with grave clothes. They wanted to see him and worship him. Philip cometh and telleth Andrew. And again, Andrew and Philip tell Jesus. And Jesus answered them saying, The hour is come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Everyone say, The hour is come. Hour is come. Amen. Remember Jesus at the, the wedding, uh, at the uh, marriage, at the uh, f- Marriage at Cana, Amen. When they ran out of wine, and they, uh, Jesus looked to Mary looked at Jesus and said, uh, "Whatever he says to do, do it." And he responded and says, "My hour is not yet come. It's not time for me to do this stuff." But this time, he didn't say, "My hour is not come." He said, "The hour is now that the Son of Man should be glorified." That means from that time till now, Amen. Jesus is doing things uh, so that he will be noticed. uh, so that he will be recognized in the house uh, and so that people will give him glory amen Praise God. And so Jesus was in Bethany and Lazarus had been raised from the dead. And and uh, Mary's worshiping him and and anointing his feet and drying them and wiping them with her hair. And it's a beautiful picture of humility and worship. And Jesus, the greedy one, uh, excuse me, Judas, the greedy one, spoke up and said, Why wasn't this ointment sold? And And, and it's amazing all of the things that were happening in that house that day. How can you have somebody worshiping Jesus and giving him everything they possess and then one person say, I wish I had that money? Hypocrite, lying, acting concerned for the poor. He wasn't wasn't concerned that that money be used for something good. He wanted to put his hands on it. The Pharisees were there. They wanted to kill Jesus. They wanted to kill Lazarus. They wanted to kill the whole thing and shut it down, but they couldn't. Amen. I thank God today that I don't care what the enemy's trying to shut down in your life. I don't care what he's trying to shut down in this house. I don't care what he's trying to shut down in this day and hour that we live in. He can't do it. He can have the people in place to... He can have a Judas there. He can have some Pharisees there. But he's not going to shut down because Jesus said, this is the hour. Amen. And I am going to be glorified. I'm going to be glorified. Amen. I feel like Jesus is in the house today. And he said, I will be glorified. The hour is come. Amen. Don't let him kill your miracle. Amen. Because Jesus is deserving the glory and the praise for what he has done in your life. People that should have been following Jesus were trying to kill his miracle. People that professed they were religious, uh, amen, didn't want anything to do with Jesus uh, being promoted. They wanted to discredit his ministry. The Greeks and the Gentiles or the outsiders, they were the ones that were going after him. They were the ones that were showing up to say, I want to see Jesus. Uh, Can I submit to us today that there is a world out here, amen, that is growing more hungry and more hungry to see Jesus. Uh, They don't want to see church. uh, They don't want to see religion. They don't want to see a show. They don't want to hear a story. They want to see Jesus. And they want to see a Jesus who is alive, a Jesus who is healing, a Jesus who is a miracle worker. They're going to walk in this house out of place. You might think, well, they don't belong here, but I've got news for you. The hunger will drive them to say, i got to get into the house where Jesus is. i got to be in the presence of the one who I heard raise the dead. People are on a mission to find something genuine. People are really hurting. People are done with the Judases of this world, Judases in the church selfish ambitious for their own greedy gain who pretend to care but their care really is self-centered and self-serving there are people that are hungry to push past that and see Jesus and say I want something authentic I want something sincere I want something genuine they want to hear your testimony they want to hear your testimony. They want to hear your story. They want to hear how Jesus raised you from the dead. They want to hear, they want to hear how Jesus healed your body. They want to hear how Jesus put your life back together again. They don't want to hear stories. <laughs> Testimonies. People who are glorifying God and giving Him the glory. That's what people, the unchurched, are really looking for. And that's what they're getting ready to see because the Lord is shaking things and he is purging things and he is purifying things. And and he's raising up a people who are not worried about what they get from it. God, deliver us from this, what am I getting out of it? This entitlement. Uh, I'm going to church because it benefits me like this. Uh, I go to church because I feel better when I leave. Yes, those are all true. But I'm not just here about me and what it provides for me. I'm here about what it does for somebody else. uh, Because my life is to bring somebody else closer to Jesus. Uh, Lazarus, you were raised from the dead to be a living witness of what Jesus can do with the worst circumstances. Yeah, they're looking for a person with passion and praise. Turn to somebody and say, they're looking for a person with passion and praise. They're not looking for legalistic rule keeping. Maybe you didn't hear that part. You were still talking to your neighbor. But they're not looking for somebody who is just rule keeping. They're looking for something that's got a relationship with Jesus. Somebody who's got a vibrant testimony. Somebody who's got a living experience with the master. Amen. And he's sitting around your table. And you're sitting around his table in fellowship with him. for people on a fiery pursuit of Jesus. And when you go to work and out into this world, uh, just know that there is a certain hunger out there. Amen. Do not look at their faces, the Bible said. Do not try to read their perception. Just know that people are in touch with, uh, amen, the counterfeit every day. And when the genuine walks through the door, they can sense it uh, and they can see it no matter what you think. Uh, They know what the counterfeit looks like, sounds like, amen, and they want nothing to do with it uh, but they're looking for something real something genuine something that's not a facade deep within most people we meet there's a hunger and a cry that says sir we would see Jesus I've seen enough of the Pharisees I've heard enough of their religious talk but they don't have the fruit to back it up I would see Jesus I would see the one that stooped down and began to write and forgive the woman caught in the very act of adultery. I'm looking for the Jesus that has compassion on people that are messed up and broken, but he has come to seek and to save that which was lost. I want to see Jesus. I need a miracle in my life. I need somebody that will heal me instead of judge me. I need somebody that will reach out to me instead of shun me. I need somebody that's going to embrace me instead of reject me. If you're in this house today, you're in the right place because you're in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ and there's no one going to judge you and if they do, they're on the wrong side of things because Jesus is at this house and he said, hey, whosoever will, let him come and drink of the waters of life freely. Tom, when you go to work... They would say, I would see Jesus. Sister Pam, when you go to work, somebody in that place is saying, I'm sick and tired of life. I'm sick and tired of trying to find Him. I want to see Jesus. I want to see Jesus. person. I know there's a lot of pressure on you at school. Some of you go to Christian school, but that doesn't really mean anything. You still have to stand up and walk the life and live the life. And just know that people are there that need Jesus. They need a relationship with Him. They may be saying, I would see Jesus. Please take this in context. This is not throwing rocks. This is only saying that uh, not all places and not all faiths believe in the miraculous. The Bible says that there's a form of godliness but no power. And so, young person, as I was saying that, I, I want to encourage you that you've probably witnessed more miracles in your life than many people in their 70s, 80s, and 90s who have never been exposed to this atmosphere. People with bones straightened. People with brain tumors taken. People with thyroids removed surgically and then thyroids appearing in in scans. That's not hocus pocus. That's Lazarus sitting at the table. That's a real miracle that Jesus is doing to be glorified. Sir, I would see Jesus. Uh, Sir, I would see Jesus. I don't need to see anything else or anyone else, but I want to see the one who is doing these miracles. You go out of your doors. uh, You need to walk out. Amen. Not distracted by your duties and your task and your everyday amen mundane schedule but you need to walk out of your door saying i'm going to come in contact with somebody who is hungry today and they want to see jesus they want to see a jesus with skin on him i say that with all due respect but there are some people that that they don't get the one jesus in the book to some, it's a story. To some, it's just a, a ritual. We do the Christmas is coming and we sing about Jesus and then we don't sing about Jesus and, and we focus on Jesus' birth and then we don't. We, then we focus on his death and then it's over. because it's just a story to some people, but it's not a story to me. It's not a story to you. It's a lifestyle. Amen. He lives in me. Amen. He lives in you. In Him we live and move and have our being, and because of that, He is a living, breathing Master and Savior. There's an old song that, That I love, it was an oldie, I guess, I don't know when it was written. It's not that old. But it's old. But the words of it are so powerful. It's the song, I Give You Jesus. I'm just going to read a few of the lines. It says, if the ship of your life is tossing on the sea of strife, you need someone. And if you feel so all alone and your house is not a home, you need someone. If it seems life isn't fair and there's no one left to share all the lonely nights and days and things just don't turn out right and you need someone to care and someone to just be there, you need someone. I give you Jesus. He's the peace that passes all understanding. I give you Jesus. He's the perfect love that casteth out all fear. I give you Jesus. He's the water you'll drink and never thirst again. I give you Jesus, my friend. I give you Jesus. If the pressure's all around, keep your spirits to the ground, you need someone. If your body is in pain and your health you can't regain, you need someone. And if at times when you have tried with all the strength you had inside and it seems that all has failed, remember on the cross he nailed all the bitterness and grief to give you peace and sweet relief. He is that someone That you need. So I give you Jesus. He's the peace that passes all understanding. I give you Jesus. He's the perfect love that casteth out all fear. I give you Jesus. He's the water you'll drink and never thirst again. Oh, I give you Jesus, my friend. I give you Jesus. (laughs) You don't need another sermon today. You don't need another handshake today. You need Jesus today. We all need Jesus today. We all need, amen, an encounter with God today. Amen. Jesus is in the house. Uh, Jesus is just as in this house as he was in that house with Lazarus uh, and all the people there. And God's going to find all kind of people sitting in the house. Uh, He's going to find Judas who is just selfish centered and focused on what it does for him and he's going to find a mary amen who is sitting at his feet and worshiping him and he's going to have some Lazaruses in the house that without him they would still be dead but now because jesus stopped by amen we are resurrected to new life and to new hope amen in jesus name he's in the house there are people here today that want to see jesus There are people here today that need an encounter with Jesus. Uh, You're in the house where Jesus is. You're in the house. I've mentioned a few things that he's done, but you're in the house where Jesus is. You're in the house where Lazarus is sitting. You're in the house where hope is. You're in the house, and if you've come to see him, you'll see him because he is here, and he is here for you to access. I heard that Jesus dissolved and removed a massive inoperable brain tumor out of Ryan Tope's brain. Yes, you did hear that uh, because Jesus is in the house. I heard that Jesus uh, took some bones that were twisted and crooked, amen, and he straightened them out. They were inoperable. The doctor said, there's nothing we can do with those legs. But then Jesus came along and he said, oh, let me try, amen. And Jesus put his hands around those bones uh, and they began to straighten and they began to align and he began to twist bone that could not be straightened with surgery. And he said, here you go, little Bella, keep running Sunday school every Sunday morning you're in the house where Jesus is where Lazarus is and there's nothing too hard for him oh I've come to see Jesus who took that thyroid and he put a new one in your throat amen that's the Jesus that's in the house and that's the Jesus that I serve I've come to see Jesus, yeah, the same one who delivered from drug abuse and homelessness only to heal marriage and put it home back together and allow them to be making a great living together. Amen. I would see Jesus that took divorce papers out of a couple's hands and put ministry in them instead. I would see Jesus that took somebody off the edge of a bridge who was getting ready to jump and commit suicide. I snatched them away and I put purple in their life i put children in their future and i put grandchildren in the future ah that's the jesus that's in the house today has anybody been touched by that jesus is anybody wanted to give him glory if you came to see him you can see him sir i would see jesus sir i need to touch jesus care what you're facing today, Jesus is in the house. See him. Touch him. Uh, uh, You want to see him? He's here. I would see Jesus that took lungs that were filled with COVID, amen, and pneumonia and scar tissue, and the doctor said, you're not going to breathe right, Uh, amen, and only to go back to get a second report and exam and them to say, we don't know what's happened, sir, but your lungs are like the lungs of a baby. Amen, there's no sign of scar tissue. There's no sign of any damage. You're going to be just fine. That Jesus is in the house. I would see Jesus who took a struggling parent living paycheck to paycheck and gave them an inheritance that advanced them ahead in life and put them on firm foundation financially. Hey Amen. I don't know about you, but every one of these things have happened in this house because we got Jesus in the house and Jesus is still in the house and whatever's in the house that needs touch today, you can find Jesus. If you'll look for him, he's here. If you'll come to him, he's sitting at the table pull up and sit with him and sup with him and fellowship with him I came to see Jesus took the struggling teenager who had no self worth and self esteem and put ministry in them put hope in them put boldness in them It wasn't theirs, but Jesus. But Jesus. Oh, I would see Jesus today. I would see Jesus today. I don't know who's in the house today, but he's here. And if you want to see him, he's here. All you've got to do is come to him. Amen. Amen. It wasn't the water that Jesus came to get at the well. It was the woman who was sitting at the well. Amen. He wasn't really thirsty. He might have been thirsty, but he was more thirsty after her than he was after the water. And he's come to this house today. Amen. He is after you. He is after your situation, and he is wanting to do a miracle in your life. I'm not just preaching a sermon. This is a word from God for somebody. Yes. Sir, I would see Jesus. I don't care how diverse, how, de- how desperate, how bad, how, how hopeless uh, your situation is. As a matter of fact, the deader it is, the more glory he gets. The debtor it is, the more glory he gets. The sicker you are, the more glory he gets. Uh, Amen. The more uh, hopeless it is, the more hope uh, he provides. Amen. I don't care. Don't give up. Uh, I'm telling somebody, don't give up. You're in the house where Jesus is. Uh, The religious people aren't going to get anything, but the desperate people that came into the house that said, let me see Jesus. He's going to give them everything they need I'm just going to be done (laughs) Jesus is in the house and if you want to see him what do you mean see him I I want to see him do something in my life that's what they were really seeing they didn't want to just see him and then go home they wanted to see him and come into relationship with him and have them touch their situation. Do you realize how awkward it was for some of them to be there? They didn't belong there. They weren't weren't invited guests. They just showed up. They were Gentiles. They were people, the Greeks. They weren't allowed to be there, but they were there anyway. That shows us great hunger on somebody's heart to, to say, I've got to be in the house where Jesus is. I need Him. I'm desperate. I need Him to move in a situation. Amen. I'm telling somebody in the house today. Amen. God is looking for somebody who is uh, not after protocol but somebody who will push past uh, every inconvenience to be in His presence.